and you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. And, you know, it's the beginning of my work week, and it, it may be yours or it may be midweek or whatever it is. You know, I want to start it off positively. So I'm going to go over 10 ways to slay the day, okay? Number one, determine your goals. Each morning or the night before, try to, you know, set set up a couple of things that you want to get accomplished for the week whether it's work or personally and uh whatever it is you're trying to do if you break it down into smaller chunks break that large goal down to smaller goals then you'll be able to feel like you're working towards something more attainable number two maintain a positive attitude look disappointments setbacks are bound to happen throughout the week they happen to me they happen to you they happen to everyone especially the things that are out of your control so always focus on the positive versus the negative of the situation take what you can from it and keep it pushing Number three, leave personal problems aside. Okay, I know that this is hard for people to do because, you know, your, your issues are going to be on your mind. You're trying to figure out what to do about them. But when you get to work or whatever it is that you're trying to do when you go work out, whatever it is, try to set those personal problems aside because it can hinder you from, you know, hitting your goals. So do your best to make some headspace and, and, and get things done. Number four, upgrade your knowledge and skills, whether it is reading more or um, finding something new that you like to do or honing your craft and just getting better at what you already do. That builds confidence and it's, it's a win-win. Number five, be passionate about whatever it is that you're doing, any of your endeavors, whether it's for being healthy and getting fit or being the best Um, You can at your job or the best mom, dad, sister, brother, cousin, whatever it is that you're trying to be the best at. Be passionate about improving that. Number six, decrease energy drains. It might be your smartphone. (laughs) I know it might be my smartphone. Or it might be um, negative people, relationships that you don't need to have anymore so whatever it is that you got to do make like Elsa and Keisha and let it go number seven practice self-talk think about when a friend might come to you for advice and that's your friend so you want to tell them the best thing that you possibly can talk to yourself like that too like I use my I'm use my first name sometimes I got to be like Steph look what could you have done better in that situation, you know, or, you know, or you might have to tell yourself, stop being so hard on yourself and take it one day at a time, but practice self-talk. You are not crazy. We got to tell ourselves some good things. Number eight, confront challenges and fears head on, step out of your comfort zone and get it done. You have voices in your mind that are probably crippling. But by overcoming those daily challenges and fears, you gain the confidence you need to silence those thoughts. And there's a lot of power in that. Number nine, meditate. It might be in the bathroom in the morning or it might be in the car or wherever it is. You know, just try to remove those voices of doubt and insecurity. Find some time, clear your mind, make some headspace and recalibrate your focus. And finally, number 10, acknowledge your small victories. I don't know if it it could be you're trying to lose weight and you lost three pounds. You're trying to stop hitting snooze and you maybe you hit it one time instead of three. It can be like the littlest thing, but you got to be your own cheerleader. You can't expect anybody else to. You got to be your own biggest cheerleader. So cheer yourself on. Be the push push that you need for yourself. And always remember that self-motivation is the best motivation that you can have. So those are 10 ways that you and me and your homie and everybody can slay the day and you're listening to the lounge talk podcast with ann carter dj l boogie you gotta do something it's all right to crawl before you walk it's all right to walk before you run but if you wanna get what you never got gotta do
and you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl, Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. And while we're on the subject of slaying, Beyonce and Jay-Z just announced their quarter two tour coming to the Superdome. Beyonce and Jay-Z will begin their international co-headlining tour this summer, touching down in New Orleans, and they'll perform at the Superdome on September 13th. So this is basically a sequel to their 2014 On The Run tour. Uh, Good job, Beyonce and Jay-Z, telling everybody, uh, because y'all know it's tax season, so you're going to tell everybody broke that's getting their income tax refund that they can go on ahead and buy some expensive-ass tickets to go see y'all, and and we're going to do it. It's all right. (laughs) What's going on, Bobby Bree? Bobby Gazoo is in the building, Planet Cool Radio. What you Uh. (laughs) you sipping on over there? What you sipping? What you sipping on? What you sipping on? Shoot, it was sprinkling a little bit out there, huh? But it wasn't cold though. It actually felt pretty good outside. 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 And you're listening to the Lounge Talk podcast with Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie, and our boy Baba Gazoo. Yeah. What's up, Baba Gazoo? Same old shit, just another toilet. <laughs> So what was that you were telling me about that you saw this video of this brother trying to act like he's pimping and he a player and he be doing what he want to do when he know he's in, up in that kitchen scrambling them eggs for his girl? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of brothers out there like that that want to play hard and be like, nah, my girl be doing this, my girl be doing that. And I, a, a man's place is this and a woman's place is that. <laughs> and then they leave the comfort of their boys or the circle of their boys and go home. And be putting in that work. Mm-hmm. Be cooking. I know a lot of house... Uh, house niggas. I was going to call them house <laughs> niggas. But, uh, house... Well, they got housewives. House, house husbands. House husbands. I was a house husband. I love that shit. So, why do you think that these cats feel like they have to put on that facade for their boys? Like, it's an ego thing or something? Like Purely ego-driven. And a lot of... Uh, it's funny because somebody that I know... He who shall not be named in this episode acts as if he gets that from his dad, oh, but so was never around his dad. Oh. But he uses it as an excuse, and you know who you, you know who I'm talking about when you hear this, you motherfucker. But yeah, they use that as an excuse. So he's for pretty much behavior. like my daddy was a player, so I'm gonna be a player. player. My exactly. son's gonna be a player too. Exactly, and then they get home. <laughs> And it's a whole nother story. Or I'll go over there during the middle of the day and there'll be some chicken unthawing in the sink. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know. (laughs) So how come men can't uh, make it cool to take good care of a woman? Why can't that be the new new cool thing to do? For for some, I think it's always been the cool thing. But for, I don't know if I want to say a vast majority, but a lot. It's just it's been that pride, that ego. That's like crazy. like like Ving Rhames said in uh, uh what was it uh, Pulp Fiction, or no it wasn't uh, Ving Rhames it was uh, uh my Seth, dude from Seth. Die Hard. Oh. Uh, what was his name? Lance, you know Die Hard. What's his name? Bruce Willis. Oh Bruce Willis. He was punching that dude in the face. He said, "You feel that big boy?" And he was socking him. Mm-hmm. He's like, "That's pride, fucking with you." Because mm. he was so prideful that he'd rather take them licks mm. than to say what's really going on or to give in. Hmm. And you got a lot of, especially in the black community. Yeah. They bad on mental health. Yeah. They bad on going to get checkups. That is true. I remember uh, we was at we was at the club and Drew Burks was talking about uh, we were talking about uh, getting colonoscopies. Yeah, that we were all you a remember part that? Of that conversation. But mm-hmm. um, I said I already got mine because the doctor said I need to get mine early. Mm-hmm. Some sort of, and Drew Burks tried to make. <laughs> light of the situation he was like nah you supposed to get it when you 50 I was like no nigga you about to die cause they for, for African American males they want you to get them in your 40s early 40s because of the mm. cholesterol and hypertension mm-hmm. and all that shit so he was making jokes out of it and I was like ah, see there they go that's that pride fucking with you big boy and it's true because it's something in the black community that we don't talk enough about and it that got passed down too just like the food that we eat I never really remember my parents talking too much about regular checkups until they got older. When and they that's had the, to. And it that's wasn't it wasn't something that I mean, even like dentists and stuff like that, I, I hate to say. That's why Kalia like doesn't miss a dentist appointment. But 
um, I, I wasn't raised like that, and it's unfortunate. Exactly. It, something in our in our community. But it's 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 way too often that that's the exact same story of millions mm-hmm. of African Americans across the country. Mm-hmm. Don't get checkups. Don't do this. Don't do that. Because and then it's the the lifestyle that you live in. <laughs> they should be giving blood pressure medicine to these ten year olds out here eating, <laughs> eating, eating, eating fucking hot fat back straight from <laughs> just drinking bacon juice. Oh my gosh, I'm always on Kalia about getting like the, the hot Cheetos and stuff like that. My son loves. I'm those. like you, you know how bad those are. Mm. Somebody told me that you could light one on fire and just sit there and just burn. Like, they did it on uh, Facebook. Really? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was watching something earlier today. And it, it was uh, Atlanta Episode Atlanta mm. He took a hot Cheeto And put it in his mouth He said What flavor Is hot Cheetos The nigga behind him said Hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> Not cayenne Or <laughs> Habanero Not roasted hot. peppers <laughs> Atlanta man I need to go back And watch the first season Of Atlanta I think all over again Because I was telling you I was just catching Bits and pieces of it And now that the second season Starts what, when did it start? Anyway, uh, second season. They're on the second episode, so a couple weeks oh, okay. ago. okay. Okay. Yeah. I need to go and watch first season over and then start the second. What I like about Atlanta, it's not a sitcom. It's a, I want to say they, they call it a one camera shoot. Hmm. So it's just one camera. They're not like bouncing between hella different cameras to get different points of view. Mm-hmm. And the comedy, you just have to laugh at it because, you know, most sitcoms, you got you hear a laugh track. Mm-hmm. So they're basically telling you, here's the joke. Right. But with Atlanta, and they do so much shit, and I know you, so you're gonna like watch it, watch an episode, and see something, and then go back and watch, watch the same one and see something totally different. <laughs> yep. Because that's just how uh, Donald Glover, brilliant brother. So he doesn't go by Childish Gambino anymore, huh? He just goes by Donald Glover. I mean, even with his music. I think. I thought he, I heard that. I think he was trying to. If, you might be right. I think he was trying to get away from Childish Gambino and go straight to Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. But um, he's got a new project coming out. Really? Or, getting ready to, or he's working on a new project. But he's going on tour with like Lil Yachty. It's not Lil Yachty. What? One of these little ratchet rappers. Oh, Donald Glover loves ratchetness. He does. He um he put Bad and Bougie on the first season. And, and that, he said that that made other people watch his show because he put Bad and Bougie on it. I believe it. He supports Atlanta rappers. I didn't know he, that nigga from there. Yeah, that he's from Atlanta. Yeah, I didn't well, know that. Cassandra's the one that told me about that show to begin with because she was already watching it you know, when she was living out in Atlanta. Moved out here he, and had me watching it. I thought he was from Chicago because he did so much shit with Chicago rappers. Because mm. he's real good friends with uh, Chance the Rapper. Okay. They got a bunch of, well, not a bunch, but they got songs together. But he's doing his thing. Huh. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Atlanta. And you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. Baba Gazoo. And What was your name again? Say that again. Your guest host, Christopher Terrell. Christopher Terrell. Get off the mic. I can't be on the mic. Not like that. (laughs) He's supposed to be in the mic. You scared Just of the like mic? That? No, not like that. Only R and B niggas. No, not like that. What being a mic? Not like that. Not, not like, like that. that. Not like that. What's not like, not that? like that? I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I don't. I don't need the attorney DJ. I told you. The attorney DJ. <laughs> Johnny Cochranell Boogie. <laughs> I don't need him backing up. The main host. That's she got that. <laughs> That's what he do. So you guys, uh, I was reading about actress Linda Carter. She's sharing her Me Too story. Superwoman, Wonder Woman, same shit. You fired nigga. Wonder Woman. So <laughs> <laughs> same for those colors. for those that don't know, the legendary Hollywood figure, best known for her role in the Wonder Woman TV series, she recounted two instances of sexual harassment to the Daily Beast. And uh, she insinuated that one of the men who harassed her had already been named in the wave of the Me Too movement. And she declined to identify him or detail the incident because basically she said he's already being done in and there's no advantage for her and piling on more is what she told the publication. And she said there's nothing legally that she could add to it. 
that she's just another face in the crowd. Wow. Well, basically, they're like you said, legally, a lot of this stuff happened so so many years ago. Statue of limitations. Right. So what's her whole point of saying that? I mean, she's just she's just sharing what what happened to her because of the the Me Too movement. And then she went on to say that uh, a cameraman actually drilled a peephole into the wall of her dressing room, and he was later fired. <laughs> um, but you know, she, she, she knew said, the hole was there. Uh, well, I guess she figured it out afterwards. But well, years um, later, regarding the incident, and hold on, I don't I don't like the tone of where you're going with Go this. Um, but she never reported them, and she was like, you know. Who are you going to tell? She said, you're going to tell well, your girlfriends, your circle of friends. And that's how they protected themselves was through the grapevine. Like, hey, this is going on and stay away from this. But so I, I want you to elaborate on what you were getting ready to say. Because you're like, oh, years later. Oh, why are you saying something now? Is that how you feel about the Me Too movement? That basically all these women are just coming out and saying something now. Like, like why didn't you say something then? So, yeah. What's your thoughts, Terrell? <laughs> what? Just in my opinion, yeah. If it really affected you when it happened, how come you just didn't say something then? Why is it years later? I, I have. Go when, ahead. Go, go ahead. Did, go ahead. I, I'm Bob. not saying that. Ahead, I'm, you want to raise your hand? I'm not the teacher. Talk. First of all, a lot of these women back when back 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 in those days in Hollywood. Okay. If they didn't do that. They, they wouldn't have had no job. They wouldn't. They weren't. Have, they, weren't no they wouldn't have been able to feed their family off of their gift that they that they were so passionate about. Because right. I, I I was like that too. Even when they came out against Donald Trump, you know, I was like, why are they coming out? And mm-hmm. All of a sudden, twelve women coming out right. now because he's he might be president. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the stigma that is put on some a woman coming out. Or let me let me take that back. Not a woman, a person. Because men get it too in Hollywood, not as much, but men get it too, and it's crazy. Because why did why don't they feel that that's bad that men are getting sexually assaulted too, they, or, or, or or being they feel like broke. oh you're a, you're a man so We're you supposed should to be like able it. to fight it off, but back, or like it yeah exactly. But back to what what I was trying to say about T, what T was saying mm. is like the stigma. And the and, and women probably did, were speaking out back then, but got blackballed. That's why we don't know about their ass because mm-hmm. okay. they never made it in Hollywood. Because, look at Harvey Weinstein, fat, bloated ass. Okay, well I'll say this. Oh shit! Give me another beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. If it boiled down to you feeling like you had to do that in reference to getting on uh, on period in Hollywood. Then that was your fault that you compromised no. uh, no, with on. that because Let, because mm. there's other ways to go about doing it. You don't have to just not in every case. Not in every case. I don't well, believe that every case a, was like. Well, I no, got to go saying up there and do this case. with him. I'm not saying every I gotta case. I got to do this, but I think, on. no, I'm not saying every case. But I think that the reason, another reason why he probably, I, I'm not speaking to his defense. But I don't think that's the first time that he's done it. Like I think he's done that, and some have been cool with. Who are you it. talking about? Just in you general, talking like Harvey. Harvey? Yeah. Well, I we think. know that it's not been the first time that he's done it, and it's been cool. He's been that's doing it for he, years. But yeah. he's a he's a he's a very very influential person in he Hollywood. He, he's I a think man. That there's a bunch of different categories. Like not every case is the same. So there might be some women that were like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm down. And then there was probably another group that was like, I'm really not comfortable with doing this, but I'm not going to work again. And then there's your other small percentage that's like, can we get paid off of this? I'm going to act like it happened to me too. Because you got to look at all them men and women that left the little small town in Iowa and mm-hmm. Nebraska and with, with dreams and aspirations of like making it in Hollywood, whether it's. You know, Hollywood is a bunch of different things. Music, television, movies, writing, comedians, the whole thing. And they they always move to L.A. or New York. Those are the two main hubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Atlanta now because of Tyler Perry and all the, all the stuff that's brought to Atlanta. So Atlanta, we could throw Atlanta in there now. Right. Mm-hmm. But they have dreams and aspirations when they move there. Mm-hmm. In their mind, that's like you with your music. In your mind, this is what I want to do for a living. So how far are you going to fight? For you to still be able to do that for a living mm-hmm. and not, like you said, some women, they was like, ah, fuck it. 
you know, and that's the point. Jerk him off of some chick for yeah. <laughs> for a movie deal. Sometimes and a worse than that. Bullshit movie. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's their story. That's not these women's stories. That actually this happened to them. Exactly. They weren't okay with it. They didn't know what to do at the time because, like you said, they felt they were going to be blackballed. They weren't going to be believed, or they were going to have a response like very much like the one you're giving right now. So they're like, I probably shouldn't even say anything. But then over time, they're uh, hearing other women come out with the same story, and they're like, Well, shoot, I gotta speak up too. Mm. Preach, Angela Davis. You know, so I'm just... That, well, I mean, you're gonna slap me for whatever I say. I'm just. I'm not gonna slap you for I've, whatever I've, you say. I respect your opinion, but I just don't agree with it. No, I feel you. I'm just saying. I think that there are some there that know that they yeah. go there to knock that some. out so that they can go ahead and get in the game. Some. But here's, here's some. The, I'm not saying all of them, but at the same time, they're not saying that he raped them either. We're not talking about that some that you're talking about. I'm just saying. None of them are. Saying I'm gonna tell you right now. Never ever, ever, I'm not saying ever that should didn't. it be saying. Can I finish? Go ahead. Never ever should it be saying, well, some, mm-hmm. or maybe, we can only take the shit at its face. Yeah. Yeah. So the women that came out, we believe them until we don't. It's just like being proven guilty, or, or you're, guilt, you're innocent before uh, proven guilty. Pr- proven guilty. Yeah, right, exactly. I got you. So. All we can do is take them at face value of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I got you. Now, I use an example of myself. I'm gonna get personal <laughs> on the lounge. <laughs> oh, go, show. Go you need some tissue. Go you want a tissue hit. box, Bobby? When 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 certain people say, "Oh, you know, I don't know why this keeps happening to me," and some 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 some, I I use this towards myself. I've been married a handful of times. Oh shit! <laughs> go ahead. And somebody, one of my one of my good friends, uh-huh. live on the East Coast, was telling me or asking me. What do you think the problem is? Mm. Why are you? Why have you been married this amount of times mm-hmm. at such a young age of twenty five? Well, you know, a little mm. older than that. But anyway, <laughs> uh-huh. it's me, nigga. <laughs> For reasons why you, you been have to, so you have times. to start saying. <laughs> if if all my ex wives came and say it's him, it's him, it's him, and I'm sitting up here saying no, it ain't, no, it ain't. It's each one of you, motherfuckers. Right. No, nigga. The common denominator here is me. <laughs> multiple, if multiple people come out and say you wanted me to do X, Y, and Z to get this part in this movie, I can understand if you defend these niggas and it's because one woman came out or a, a bitter ex-girlfriend or something. Mm-hmm. No, this is like, like I mean, I know this ain't gonna be popular, but Cosby, mm-hmm. he got like eighty-year-old bitches coming out saying he mm-hmm. drugged them. Statue of Limitations is gone. Right. But I'm just saying, these these are women back in the 70s. And I know that I loved Bill Cosby and grew up. Everybody loved Bill Cosby Cosby in a different world. I mean, shoot. I sure didn't want to. What you say? I didn't. (laughs) 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 Jello pudding. PBS. Let me feel Yeah, farm, but I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to believe that he could be capable of those things. But I can't say what happened. My thing with is those women. My thing is we shouldn't have blind allegiance in today's society. Right, I got you. And too many people. I mean, you you almost were talking like you had blind allegiance towards. You're like, well, what about this and what? About, no, mm-hmm. let them say what they got to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let them say it. They, he touched on me and he said, if he don't mm-hmm. touch on me, then I ain't gonna get into a movie. And I know this man produces, you know, certain percentage of of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We're still speaking about Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then right now they're they're coming back on Terry Crews, saying it never happened. What? Yeah, and they're saying never- that his accuser. Or, or no, he's the accuser, but the person he's accusing mm-hmm. said it never happened. That it was, you know, was misunderstood. I know that had to take mm. a lot for Terry Crews to come out and say that his big old self, like <laughs> his big strong man, and you but, were. But that's uh, what they say, like you were molested. Why are people coming out now? Mm-hmm. Well, they're coming out now because they're empowered. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're empowered by I people agree. that were stronger than them at the time. Mm-hmm. Even though these allegations are like years, most of these allegations are years old. Mm-hmm. But but it's also putting the entertainment industry on notice. Okay, I have a question. Cause I'm not, I don't know everything about it, but is it just that they're coming out? Or are they asking for something? 
No, the majority of these women are not. Because I don't know about the court yeah. case. I know I heard about it, but I don't know the details about it. Well, most so of it is not even for like damages prosecutable. or what do you? No, they're not asking for nothing. They just ask. They're just letting it be known. Uh huh. This is what the motherfucker did. Okay. Yeah. Right. They're, they're even like the the chick that's that's suing Donald Trump right now. Yeah. Stormy Daniels, mm-hmm. the, the, pro, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. not prostitute, but uh, <laughs> porn star. <laughs> porn star. Suing Stormy Jan- uh, Stormy Daniels, suing uh, President Trump. Right. They're asking her, "Why are you suing him? What do you want monetarily?" No, we don't want nothing monetarily. We want to let the world know that this, this is what they cheated on his wife. Exactly. Back in 06 Mm-hmm. With a big titty porn star <laughs> who look who looks horrible, by the way. Right, but he's the one to have some fun. But <laughs> none of but none of them that I've seen uh-huh. are asking for any monetary compensation. I got you. They're just coming out saying, "Look, mm-hmm. watch out for Kevin Spacey was touching mm-hmm. on little boys." I, I heard about that. I saw that. I was shocked because I Ru- love and Kevin Russell. Spacey and Russell. And, but you know what? I may sound like I'm. You contra- don't know about that. I may be sound like I'm contradicting myself right here, but you don't want to believe that one about hell him. Hell no, I believe it. But Russ is Russ. I don't even know how to put it. Nah, I ain't gonna stick my foot in nah, my man, mouth. I'm gonna I ain't gonna do beer. that with Russ. But exactly. <laughs> Toast to the moon. No, no, I, I, I think, can't do that I think with he Russ, did man. It. I think he did put women in sexual. Un- sexually uncomfortable positions. Mm-hmm. Someone said, um, I think it was what's her name? Oh, Amanda. Amanda Seals. Mm-hmm. She said that she. I saw that, that interview. That Go he, ahead. When they, I don't know what, were they getting ready to have a meeting or something like that? And he was like, um, "Did we fuck?" <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Russell don't have no. It's he's funny an old. Man. He's, he's an old. old dope dealer he's from old. Dope. I'm just, I'm exactly. just checking. Like I'm just checking. I, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Oh man. And but even her, her, she was he, like, he was an old dope dealer. He a hustler. But but she so, was like, I saw the interview and yeah. she was like. Yeah, it is what it, it is. is. Right. <laughs> but right. inappropriate is inappropriate. Exactly. It's not for me to tell you mm-hmm. how you taking my inappropriateness. Mm-hmm. Right. If you take it bad, then I have to switch it up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if I'm saying something to you that you're like, oh, yeah, you made, uh-huh. me, you made oh, me feel uncomfortable. We have to right. go to sexual harassment uh, classes mm-hmm. and workshops and stuff every other year mm-hmm. at work. Mm-hmm. I went and to one. We, we go over things that are acceptable and that. are I unacceptable. Really? Oh yeah. I, I went no to one class. Oh, yeah. We've never had. I harassed the teacher. Serious? <laughs> she was fine. She had a big old ass. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had it at my, at at my job. They was kicking it. You talking about Costco? You ain't got. Don't promote them, <laughs> mother hunkers. Don't promote. No, the warehouse. This nigga got a Kirkland jacket on right now. <laughs> I got a, I got hey, a set you know of Kirkland um, pots and pans hey, this, in the house. You know what? On real talk, this ain't Kirkland. It's Sam's Club. You know, <laughs> wow. he's a traitor. Where they, where they, Dang the, it. Well, you know that's that's where they promote to the black people, Sam's Dang Club, because that's Walmart. They own Sam's Club. I heard they was closing down Sam's Club. Are they? No. That's why I seen a little. That's why you can't believe everything you read on Facebook. No. I need to stop getting my news. Oh, there's a I'm whole sure bunch of stuff you, you can't. It's a, you know what? It's a lot of stuff on there to keep you entertained and keep you moving and keep you following. So you got to be careful. Exactly. I, I look at real news online. I know. The other day, because. Lance shared something, and I knew it was uh-huh. fake when I saw it. I was like, Book. What was it? It was woman cuts off man's penis for That's not been making going around eye a while. contact with yeah. her. And they had photoshopped no her way. picture so that her eyes were like green <laughs> out this way and looking all crazy and crossed. And let's share this. I was like, That's a bunch that of is, that is fake. That's a fake post. He That's shared that. it? Or just told you about it? <laughs> no, he, shared <laughs> he shared it on, it on Facebook? Facebook. But you know what? I meant to tell we'll him. I think, I, the t- corporate I, man. I think I told Ann, I, I have an app on my phone. It can make me look old, young, Fat, everything. And if I show it to you, it would scare you. And one of them I look like, well, I don't look like (laughs) my brother, older brother Boogie, but I look just like my middle brother who's a little heavier. But it made me look just like him. I look like a twin. It was spooky. Mm -mm. It's an app. Speaking of catfishing. So... Um, <laughs> one of my coworkers, I'm, I'm gonna have to bring him on the show. We've been talking about it already, but he's constantly getting catfish. My boy, T. his name is Donnie. Shout out to Donnie, man. I'm gonna let him share most of the stories, but he said every time he meets up with the girl, he's like, "Fuck, uh, this bitch don't look nothing like her picture." Uh, he said all the time. He was mad that he wasted five dollars on her Starbucks. 
You oh, shit, it gave my coffee uh, back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd open up that cut and spit in it. You know what, y'all? I'm going to bust somebody out. Check this out. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> my stepfather, he's a pastor. I came in the house one day. I don't care. Uh-oh. You know me, you know what I'm talking about. Came in the house one day, and he said... It's funny how you know you on Facebook and you see these women from the the the, the waist up, you know, and then you see them in yeah, I don't person. Don't trust bitches like that. Wait, you see them oh, in bad. person and they just big and. Uh, I was like, hold on, you supposed to be a pastor? You, what you on Facebook pastor. looking at chicks for though? Pastor, I'm talk. clutching my pearls you, right trying now, to, and you're talking to me about it like I'm the cat that do it, you know. And sometimes I do because you are but a I'm, nasty nigga. No, shut Pretty up. Much. But I'm just saying. I, we're young I see it You know We're in a business I, I look But it was funny That he had to say I didn't know He was checking it Like that Is that serious Is that the holy thing To do well, I, To look You wanna get them saved I don't know I don't know About the holy thing But I do agree That women have learned To yeah. make themselves Look slim Oh those angles With headshots Well that's why I brought those the angles. app up Because it does I had There was an app On the app and It said Make me look younger I looked like I was 16 again That's why I don't like Snapchat Have you seen those things That are floating on Facebook now Where all the women Are like um, Going to this little thing That'll make you look like A Hollywood star And it is (laughs) Glamour 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 thing With all the makeup Yeah Come on man That's ridiculous I love how both of you guys were like, yeah. yeah we've seen it. I was just looking at it today. Happen don't even know how to put makeup on. That's why they use it. But you see the potential, I guess, when you see the potential how they look with that makeup. Hell no, because half these motherfuckers is in their forties and they is not gonna look like that anytime soon. You ain't right. They only even got a makeup artist to do. They can't afford it. But not going to the Mac counter. Nope. You don't know what these women might Shit. have. Dollar Tree. I follow them on Facebook. Yeah, I'm, a, you, I'm a spy on Facebook. If you friend me, I don't even accept the friendship until I go and look at your whole page. Stalker. You can spy on this. Nah, not stalker. Cautious. Yep. <laughs> Wait, you it ain't might be my girl to be, trying to. Uh, be cautious. Why you gotta be cautious? Oh, it might be my girl trying, trying to come around you? the back door. Like, oh yeah, I seen you talking to that bitch. <laughs> no, that was you. <laughs> That was you I seen your big tooth Motherfucker <laughs> You ain't shit You're listening to The Lounge Talk Podcast With your girl Ann Carter DJ L Boogie Baba Gazoo And Your guest host Christopher Terrell yeah, yeah. All it is Turkey, rice, green onions Eggs uh, Soy sauce And fish sauce What kind of rice do you use? I use jasmine Jasmine Oh yeah I've been on jasmine, I don't, jasmine. I'm not even a big rice eater You go girl You make the best rice jazz When I leave her though She gonna be mad you ain't leaving nobody Soon as I find another bitch No you're not Yes I am My sister looking for one in Vegas Right now for me You gonna take your ass <laughs> Your ass Your ass Your ass <laughs> We going to the To the New York Yankees <laughs> So y'all shucking and jiving Shucking and jiving You ain't going to no game You ain't going to no uh, game I know where you going with that money Where they going with that money Around the corner to get some hair on they going to get some hair on? Mm-hmm. Trying to get me to go. You know they going to die. They do too much of that. Way too much drugs. Oh, no. They think they going to hell. Oh, no. They are as long as they stay high. <laughs> they be getting a little too high. Too high. You're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast. You're to the Lounge Talk Podcast. My name is Ann Carter. My name is Ann Carter. And his name is. And his name is. <laughs> you ain't watch Black Jesus? I ain't watched that. If you don't take your ass on Hulu and watch Black Jesus later, <laughs> that shit is funny as hell. Oh, I'm going to have to pull it up. I, I think it's on. I think it is on Hulu. Black Jesus. I, yeah, we have Hulu. It's like a six foot eight nigga. That's Jesus. With a long perm, and he wears a robe like a like back in the biblical days, and he's in the hood. <laughs> Is it a movie or a series? It's a series. Okay. Okay. It's a oh, series. I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, Lance, like watch Moses. it with her. Y'all will get caught up. You'll be like, Ah, oh, Steph, I gotta go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that it's tonight. funny as hell. Ter- uh, 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 okay, Witherspoon. Oh, stop. my bad. No, we need to record it. 
I knew he was. I told oh, you he'd be sneak recording. Uh, Proceed. Ain't that some cat in Compton? Welcome back to the lounge. Yeah, that's Talk he's show. from Compton. He's from the hood. <laughs> to my welcome to back, Jesus. <laughs> you sounded like the lady from uh, uh, the Warriors. <laughs> you remember that movie? You be doing all kind of movies and shows and stuff Lance, I've never seen before. You remember the Warriors, right? Warriors, come out and play. Yep. There was a chick on the radio. She was like, yeah, the Warriors are going through Brooklyn right now. Yeah. You sound just like her, too. Go get them niggas. Yeah. Voiceover job would be so fun. Go on, get it. Doing... You got people that that's Even all they do and make like... a living. Voice Voiceovers make a lot of money. I'm trying to get it. How can I do it? I want to be a part. I'm doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a broadcasting voice. Like a, you know, you got to really get in it. Like, beat the MC. Nah, um, Mart. What was it? Yeah, uh, MC. She got to bust it. You gotta the Simpsons. Bart Simpson is a girl. I know. Oh, yeah. 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 I know. I saw her. And look at um, Regina King. Boondocks, oh yeah, Boondocks. Yep. She's funny as shit. She's, she's like a couple different voices funny. on there, isn't she? Yeah, she's both the brothers. Mm. Oh, she's both of them? She's both of them. I didn't know she was both the brothers. Mm-hmm. I yeah. heard that. Yeah, she, she's dope. Mm. Boys in the hood is always hard. You're listening to the Lounge Talk <laughs> Podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. Baba Gazoo. And your boy Christopher Terrell. Yeah, yeah. that. Sh- oh, you don't he, like that? No. What, Christopher Terrell? It's a mid- midnight session by Christopher Terrell. He does always do that. I'll We're going to be playing all the just corny do love songs. do your drop and I'll do mine. Okay? Christopher Terrell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I sing. That's some R&B shit. You're not singing right <laughs> not now. Not tonight, nigga. Well, this type of music, L Boogie playing, it's all romantic. <laughs> it don't matter what kind of music is on. He always says his no, name. Like, on our show, he does it like that, too. It's he love, does. Jones. Yeah, you know. First of all, the name is too long. What? There's too uh, many syllables. Christopher Terrell? Mm-hmm. You can acronym it CT. <laughs> <laughs> initials. CT. Oh, my gosh. There's too many syllables. That's is that what, five your, syllables? Is that for your west side hoes or your east side hoes? I don't have hoes. I have I lovers. Got <laughs> I got hoes. No, I don't have hoes. Different area codes. No. Area codes. No, all of them are lovely. And look, he but he's saying that he has But only for one night. No. All of them are lovely. I'm social. Yeah, you are social. Anytime you sneaky we go anywhere, though. No, no. Don't sound like Drew. You sneaky no, than a motherfucker. Now you sound like Drew. About, uh, you type of nigga to like, get to the what, club Carmel and then Carmel do? Color. <laughs> Car- yeah, yeah. yeah, you should change your name to no, Carmel he, Brown, he, brother. He said, I love Terrell. Carmel Romeo. He started talking mm. about Carmel niggas, yeah. Yeah, he, he, there was a little bit of truth to that. No, that's my brother. He excluded me. Thank you. So basically, he said that um, every other person that looked like me. He said that Terrell's the only Carmel brother that he trusts. Thank you. But when you keep calling yourself light skin, I'm gonna smack you. When I you ain't say light it again. skin. No, that's why he called me Carmel. He didn't I heard you say it before, skin. though. No, because I added you said light skin like us. No, I added nigga. both. No, you light skin, man. Let's but he said a. no. What he said, you said that kid. after May, like Who's when the it gets cat in here. Ooh, I almost said something uh, that was going to get me kicked out the house. He was about to get kicked off the show. I was about to get kicked off the show. He's the whitest cat in here, though. Anyways, <laughs> in the summertime, um, Carmel ahead. Brown, brother 75, is dark skinned. <laughs> He's dark skinned. Catch that nigga on Black Planet. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I, you should, I didn't realize that. You should get you a Black Planet page. Carmel Brown, brothers. (laughs) So we were talking about how women like to take pictures with those angles and everything like that. Trickery. Uh, Trickery. Trickery. (laughs) I've seen some brothers Mm. take some pictures before too. You know what those... Um, with different angles and okay. looks and stuff like that That's too, trickery and filters. Too. So Sister it's Anne, the same. You're right because I've done it too. I ain't gonna lie, I'm guilty. I ain't never done. It. I put my fat ass up there, fat. Nah, you right. <laughs> I've done it and everything. I've done it. I'm trying to make sure I got my best shot and my best pictures, and I post. I've seen you suck. Then he types Christopher like Terrell this? on yeah, it. Hey, this is his new album cover. What? 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 His neck up so his chin don't. Exactly. I sh- I hide the wrinkles. <laughs> I walk around with my gut sucked in so much that I don't even know the difference. Between letting it out and keeping it in, I'm gonna keep it real. When they see my album, you're like, that nigga touched up. Exactly. So, oh man, they gonna Photoshop your ass. Hey, I don't care. I ain't ugly, but I'm just saying, I still make sure it's polished. Well, my whole thing about the women that put that put them pictures, because like I said, 
Call me a stalker or whatever the fuck you want to call me. Why well, you said stalker? Because I, I be, said that earlier. Yeah, she calls oh, okay. But I be on their page. I go through their history. I go all the way back to when they first started Facebook. You like me? And I if it's all thing. if it's all like headshots, uh huh. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you big. Because <laughs> some some big women don't look big in the face. They don't got a fat face. Now they got some thin faces. I've seen some That's some women that look hips. fat in the face <laughs> and are skinny. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's still trickery. It's not about where you carry your. No, nah, it's trickery. They still get it though, because you know me. I, I was getting ready to say biggest. both of y'all acting like that. It's a well, problem. They beautiful. Like, they beautiful. It's still trickery. But they'll is, get it. Black is beautiful. <laughs> Big or small. <laughs> big girls need love too. Exactly. As long as they beautiful. <laughs> I don't want no ugly big girl. I'm sorry. Oh no, that's a double whammy. Man, you can't have an ugly. A ugly. <laughs> Can you cook? <laughs> well, you know you're eating good, <laughs> and you can't cook either. Oh, you oh, that's big weird. ugly. Hey, so but if, if the if the man knows how to cook and knows how to clean, is it a bad thing if oh. if a woman doesn't know how to? My sister breaking it down to do that. No, I'm, I'm just I, I, asking. Your is it a bad opinion. thing? Let, let's have Baba Gazoo ass first. I'm what are the pros and cons to Break having a, a a working Answer woman? First. But this woman may not have a love for for cooking and, and cleaning. This. Well, check this out. Hand me one more beer, and I'm gonna get into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, mm. I have a woman. I'm gonna get personal. Okay. All right. That. Thanks for the beer, Cerveza. No problem, brother. Natural ice. Ice natural. Don't promote. Baba Kazoo's uh, <laughs> segment is sponsored by Natural Ice. Ah. <laughs> Because I'm tipsy and I'm about to talk to you. Anyway, um, I have a woman that feels that if she works and makes the the, the majority of the money, Mm. that she don't have to do shit. Wow. Like that? But I grew up, but I grew up, my grandfather made the majority of the money. Mm -hmm. My grandma took care of the house. Mm. But my grandfather would still help take care of the house. Okay. Uh So he would actually come in. You know, and, and clean the bathroom, mm-hmm. uh-huh. vacuum the front room. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't cussing at us to tell us, to do my it. dad was mm-hmm. like that too. My <laughs> dad know, used to clean. He didn't lot. do it often. Well, my grandfather didn't do it often, but he would mm-hmm. do it when he seen it needed to be right. done. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't have that. What you mean you don't have that? I don't have that, nigga. You comparing? So your you mean to tell me to yo that you're pretty much saying that your woman doesn't ever clean? Don't do never. shit. So when you have these conversations with her, do you say like, hey, it would help me out a lot if you did this? I mean, I know you're probably feeling like you see the dirt just like me, mm-hmm. but uh, and that I'm sure that that is true. But our TV dusty in the mud. Do you right ever now. have a conversation with her like like okay, well can can you hit that up and then I'm gonna do this? I have a question. No, nope. you ever do? Nope, that? because I'm 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 like do this. You, ever do that? you a grown motherfucker. You walk into the bathroom and it's dust by your toothpaste. Or by the by the uh, 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 by the mouthwash, uh, wipe that shit off. I got a question. Why are you comparing her to with your grandfather? Because he's talking about the person that works um, in the home, the full time working. Yeah, Be- but because the, my grandfather still did my dad, my grandfather just because he was the breadwinner. And mind you, my grandfather took care of two different households. Right. This nigga had a side bitch too, and had a kid That's, with her. Uh, Two different households mm. and would do the same thing in both households. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you get yeah, my you point. Get, you you get my point. Box, my, my, point my point is mm. just because you make the majority of the money doesn't mean all you have to do is come home and, let my right. and sleep. First. Go ahead. Just bring it in. I wasn't done speaking. No, Go ahead. Go ahead and finish. I'm done. <laughs> I'm last. I I agree that the person that is working or bringing home the majority of the money that shouldn't be all that they that they should be contributing to the house. There should be some cooking, Amen. some cleaning. There, right. there should be, but there also should be some communication there. Thank you. There well, also it, should be. See, some I agree with her. Thank you. Like there should be like. Give babe, me a high five. It should be like, Thank babe. You. I understand that you know you're you're bringing in like more right. and what have you, but man, I need some help because I can't 
carry all of this You see, myself. Bobby, she making the puzzle I can't, piece I can't cook fit. all the food and clean the exactly. house. And then your, your kids don't really want to clean that much either, so right. I'm cleaning up after them. Like, there's not enough balance oh, exactly. here. Exactly, right. So I need some, some I agree help. with her, and I'm not just siding because she's my sister. Check I'm this one out. She's right. Okay, Communi- be quiet. What'd you say, communication? Be quiet. Yeah. Thank you. Be- How's your Tasha? Don't shut me up. Creamy cafe. Eat a creamy cafe. No. So oh, soft. Go ahead, soft. So both the kids, both her kids, <laughs> uh-huh. tissue box are grown basically. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So so if you don't shut, you're not talking about kids now. Listen, no, to what I I'm... did mention the kids. Okay, not I'm sorry. You don't probably not want to I'll break it down. Let no, because fin- we was talking about CT. Couples. Let let him let. Go ahead. Let let, let him finish. Go get a CT. Cause something wrong with your brain right now. skin. Anyway, so both her kids are grown. Uh-huh. They both drive. They, they've got their own cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they both work. They got jobs now. One okay. goes to school. I hope she's listening. She said <laughs> that we go, because the, the deal when I moved in with her was I'll cook, but I don't do dishes. I, I was traumatized from my grandma. All you, did, all you did was dishes <laughs> All I did was dishes And she would beat your ass In the middle of the night If you forgot your dishes oh If you left something on the counter She'd wake you up at 2-3 o'clock in the morning So I'm traumatized Long story short Traumatized? She said We have to start doing the dishes too Okay Because both of them are busy Or when they get too busy Did you so say here, that we have to start cooking too? No, 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 no <laughs> Here's what I said. I said, what happens when you're an adult and you live by yourself? Right. She was like, what do you mean? How are they going to live? I said, you go to school, you work, you come home, you cook, you eat, you clean. Why are you teaching these boys that they, that's not the routine they need to have? True. Mm-hmm. Now, they do the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I cook. Mm-hmm. Just because you got a job and you're going... Just because... I don't work and I'm disabled doesn't mean I'm gonna sit up there and just cater to you motherfuckers and clean and do all that shit all day fuck that the one boy he's soft as goddamn Charmin stop yeah, it yeah, the no, other boy is he's a good kid He, but I'm just saying though why are you trying to you, you softening these niggas up for failure cause if I'm if I'm on my own what, what you gonna do if you living by yourself man uh, you gonna cook You gonna clean You gonna, you gonna have gonna... to clean And you gonna be living In a real nasty place So Nobody's gonna come clean for you You're not gonna teach your child Oh no Somebody else is in the house Dad, Daddy gonna Daddy gonna clean everything Yeah that That's not the best thing Can, yeah. I, can I pop out With the questions Okay Oh, give who me is, another beer. <laughs> I ain't even opened the last one Is this woman Who, is this, who is this woman You talking about She a girlfriend Cause it makes a big difference your exactly. face makes big difference. So my thing is, if if like the way we grew up, every morning, you know what I'm saying, we had a list of chores on the refrigerator. This is what you're supposed to be doing. This is what you're supposed to be doing. So it ain't about what what you're what listening she, to the lounge. It ain't podcast. about what she doing. It's about what you doing for your own house. That's how we brought up. See, I did that, Lance. You feel me? So <laughs> you shouldn't be looking at what she doing and what her kids should be doing. You do what you need to do for your own house. And you're listening to the Lounge My Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L. Boogie. And Baba Gaza. And you get so is Christopher Durrell. Yay, yay. <laughs> they ain't cut the baby's hair yet, have they? Oh, uh, Cameron? Pretty nope. Much. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you look like? Little Monte? Slick back. Just... Little Monte. Little Monte. <laughs> yeah. He's I a killer. He's Woo! a killer. He's going to be. Girl, look. <laughs> oh, he got them. He got the little them them eyes too. My money all day. Oh yeah. And you're listening to the Lounge Talk podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie, Baba Gazoo, uh, and Crafty Man just stepped in the building, and we got Christopher Terrell still hanging out over here and chilling. So looking silly as fuck. Crafty man, I heard you talking about your your hair, your locks. So, how many times did you actually cut your hair and regrow your locks back? Well, uh, I've I've cut my hair like I think it was three times. Three times. Um, first time I grew it for like seven years, and then uh, second time I grew it for like fourteen years. But before that, it was. It was usually all the time. I, I used to like to be bald, to be honest. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
and I stopped liking to be bald. I don't know. I was going to ask you, like, what made you decide to grow them and then what made you decide to cut them off? Well, I decided to grow them because I, I was feeling like I was coming in some, to, to some kind of consciousness, you know, okay. um, of trying to be about myself mm-hmm. and learning self. And uh, the reason why I cut them that, that first time after uh, wearing them for like seven years was I was in a, in a relationship and I, uh, I just wanted to change myself because I, I felt like there was a lot of people around me that um, I couldn't trust. Hmm. I, I didn't, you know, I, it kind of scared me. I wanted to really escape. So I. So yeah, when you I, cut when you I cut them off, he was cutting them off. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I went yeah. bad. I went bad. I went bad. Huh? I've heard that before. When when people cut their locks, they're like. They're they're starting fresh. They got to get rid of something. Like there is. Did you ever really feel like that you were carrying stress in your hair? I did. I did. I felt like I was carrying that whole weight of that whole time with me because it was like I said. It was a lot of people I trusted. A lot of people I you know invested a lot of time with, and I felt like they just crossed the line. They just disrespected me and and didn't treat me like I was what I was supposed to be. So right. Um. And I, I remember because I, I had even I had even moved away to, to Texas and um on my ride there I told one young lady that um I was gonna cut my hair when I touched down and she said it's not gonna hurt you because hmm. she, she was from the south you know so she had this kind of <laughs> accent mm-hmm. it's not gonna hurt you and I couldn't I really didn't understand what she meant when she first asked me mm-hmm. and I had to ask her again like what you mean and she said it's not gonna bother you you know the basically detached from what you've been believing in or you know whatever right. or and i was just kind of like nah i'll be all right you know and it it hurt me afterwards or whatever but i just felt like it was something i had to do hmm. i think that's the uh the thing with dreads nowadays a lot of these cats is more of a fashion statement right because like we were just talking about earlier like twisting it and not letting it go in its natural natural path mm-hmm yeah so it's much deeper with you yeah he was talking about how he was coming into like a whole new consciousness Mm -hmm. so yeah okay okay crafty man (laughs) crafty man tams (laughs) so so then after that first pair i um i i raised another pair you know um like i said i grew them you know they didn't grow me but i I stuck onto them for about like 13, 14 years, and um, wow. that's a long time. Wow. They, uh, those were those were a lot of good times. I, uh, I had fun with that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've I, seen pictures of of your hair during that time. I, I don't want to say I learned who I was, but I learned what I love, and <laughs> <laughs> like I said, through that, it, it taught me that. Um, I could create things mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, can make other people happy. And it's like, you know, because I had a problem with finding beanies that would fit me. So it it forced me to recreate myself. Okay. In so many ways and words. And then I, you know, I had to do that once again after, after those 13, 14 years. Like I said, on my Nana's birthday, I went ahead and just and chopped those off. I mean, but did I, you save them? Yeah, I, I kept them. Yeah. I, I kept, I keep them. You know, you have um, both both sets or just the one from the thirteen years? Uh, both sets. Oh, oh wow. both sets. Um, I like I like the seven year set. Uh, they work. You know, um, what was different about the seven year set and the thirteen year set? It was just my youth. I was I was okay. really 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 young when I when I first started those, and like I said, I I remember my brothers that that dreaded them up for me mm-hmm. and you know it, the things that was going on at that mm-hmm. time it was a lovely time it was funky socialistic oh you know what yeah I mean? it was, oh shit it was funky yeah it was FSKL back then and it, it was uh, it was a good time it was a good time I, I met a lot of really really gifted people hmm. and you know and conscious people and just I you know, it it was a good time, but I I ran into a lot of things where it, it just made me feel like 
I didn't know who who was around me, so you didn't know who you could trust. At right, a, at I kind of I kind of yeah. wanted to be somebody different. Just and and honestly, cutting my hair didn't help. I mean, it didn't really like change nothing. You know, <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah. People gonna be who they are. Yeah, yeah. It, it really <laughs> didn't change nothing. It was just like, man, you still, you know. If that's the boat you want to be in, you know, mm-hmm. just, yeah, just paddle. <laughs> don't, be, don't be mad about don't be mad about being in the way. Just, just keep rowing. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've talked to a couple other cats that uh, they have a lot associated with them dreads from good times and bad times. So why do you keep them? Well, I just, I, it, it makes me feel like, uh, I mean, to be honest, I know, you know, I know it might be petty, but honestly, it makes me feel like I own myself. Uh, um, Ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I, you know, I strive to be this person that honestly is just a rebel and you spoke, you know, I feel like you're supposed to rebel and it don't make it right, but. Elaborate on that a little bit. What do you feel like you're supposed to rebel about? Well, I, I feel like I'm supposed to rebel against, you know, some of the things they tell us or teach us or mm-hmm. some of the laws, you know, and, and the way we're treated pretty much. Um, like, you know, if a policeman is a, a public servant, he's not supposed to run up on you talking about give me your ID. Tell me who you are and all the, you know, yeah. it, it's little thing, you know. I don't like I said, I don't want to sound like I'm whining, but I'm being honest. Like, you know, how are you supposed to tell me that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do as a person and you need my ID, you need me to identify myself and all of these things? And it's just like, all I'm doing is walking down the street, man. Like, what? Mm. Like, literally? If you didn't see somebody. Commit, you know, if you didn't see me committing a crime, or you didn't see somebody, or, or somebody didn't call you talking about, yo, you committed, a, you know, or this dude in the brown hoodie with the, you know, mm-hmm. with the dickies on. I already know what you're talking about. I mean, this show could go like till two in the morning if <laughs> if we get on that, because yeah, there's plenty that we could talk but, about but on that. I, man, I've been I've been trying to, you know, I've been I've been trying to be educated about that and. Mm-hmm. Just understand what basically the youth are gonna have to deal with in the future, yeah. and it's like if you don't if you don't know these things, you're gonna be in trouble, man. And it's like that's not cool. But so what? Pretty much, you know, or why do I rock like this? Or what? You know, why do I go that way? Or why do I feel like this? Is just because I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's fair for a lot of the people out there, and that. The bad thing is these are the people that don't have no money. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're the ones getting hit, mm-hmm. you know, for not knowing simple things like I don't have to show you no ID, man. You know, if I didn't do nothing wrong and it's like there, then you end up in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. But they they expect that. They expect the downtrodden, the, 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 poor, the low income. They expect you not to know your rights. And and when you when you pop off that you do know them, I hate to say it, but it's even worse because yeah. now you're uppity nigga. Yeah, you might get shot. Yeah. My thing is, you got to have your camera on. Soon as you say something like that, exactly. If you will, if you willing to really <laughs> say that, you better have your camera on and tell them too. Hey, I got my camera on. I'm letting you know that. Um, I know what it is I'm supposed to be doing and what levels I'm taking it to. So I want you to know right now I got the camera. And you know it's it's bad, man. But it's it's. I know that I've been seeing a whole lot more homeless people out in Elk Grove because they've been making their way out here like in the light rail because police kept on picking them up where they were at. And so now there's this one guy that he comes in my job all the time. He pays for his coffee, but I guess he's been making people feel. Uncomfortable, and the way he looks. Um, or I don't or? know if he's like they, they say that he stares or or whatnot. I haven't even encountered him at all, so I I don't even know. Or maybe I have, and he didn't bother me. 
I don't know. And and so I really I'm torn on the thing because like he's coming in and he's spending his money in there and he's not doing anything to hurt anyone. And I guess people are saying like, but he's spending all these hours in here. Well, we have the, a group of retired people that spend hours in here every single morning. That's and they get on my thing. nerves and this man ain't getting on my nerves or I would know who he was. But <laughs> the entitled people that be coming up talking about do this for me and do right. that and do that. Right. They're the ones getting on my nerves and they sit right. in here every morning for like right. at least three hours. Right. That's a class thing. Right. It, it, Period. it is. Absolutely right. is. And that's, and that's, absolutely and that's is. what we talking about. Like, you know, when you say it's a class thing, it's like, I'm telling you, so you know, if I was to sit up in the, up in your little bakery and be sitting mm-hmm. in there knitting every day, mm-hmm. by the end of the month, I'd be a pedophile. <laughs> you All know. kinds of things. Yeah, I'd be I'd be everything <laughs> under the sun. Get him up out of here. Yeah, he, you can be sitting there knitting. You looked at a woman too long. Right. Yeah, he's sitting right. there knitting or something. Right. Yeah, you a man is not supposed to be sitting. But you know, I say it to say this: a man is not supposed to be sitting there knitting. And it's like they'll take it to those kind of levels to where it's like we can't even just be who we are. Like, yeah, and that's. To me, that's terrible. Like, it is. You know, like you said, if you the manager of the spot, then you know what's going down. So, mm-hmm. if this dude would have rubbed me wrong, I would know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, or somebody would have came and said something, or you know, something. How about there was this man, not at this location, but the other location I was at, there was this white man that came in there, and he was racist. And I remember him asking me to go get one of the girls from the back that he wanted to talk to and flirt with. And it was like two days before Christmas. And I was like, you know what? She's really busy right now, but I can give her a message for you. And he says, all you blacks are all the same. Now, first of all, that has nothing to do with anything. And then I said, you have a good day, sir. And then I, I went and told a manager in there at the time and they, they kind of acted like they were going to try to find him and talk to him or something. But I saw shit. him back the next day and he continued to come in there. I'm like, we can't get him kicked up out of here. <laughs> you know, we can't get this man kicked out of here for making racist comments to someone that works here. But you guys do not want to see anybody homeless that came in here and put together his change to get coffee because it bothers you to see him. It's an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. You're, you're in their face. Right, and you're right. you're you're right. showing them what America is. Mm-hmm. America is not these rich people, uh, you know. The right. the even the middle class. Right. It's not. America is below the poverty line, mm-hmm. basically across the country. I mean, it may not be in every city or every county, but if, as far as across the country, we're under the poverty line. Yep. So, like you said, you got cats that go out there and they hustle. And not everybody on the street hustling for cans and bottles or whatever right. is trying to get for, for drugs or, right. or exactly. you know, I've seen a lot of them exactly. that are that are going to get their coffee. Exactly. Going to get be, something simple to eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You be you be mad at this dude if he if he's sitting there drinking his coffee and he's sitting there reading books about learning about his rights. Right. You be right. mad at this dude. You be mad at this dude. Mm-hmm. You be even more mad if he, if if he is what you think he is, and he run up in there and put everybody on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you really, yeah. Then you really be mad. Yeah. And then take his coffee and everything in the till. Yeah. Give me my- <laughs> you be heavy. really mad. Yeah. I'm heavy when I weigh Lay in. Lay it down. Yeah. Lay it down. I'm heavy when I weigh in. Yeah. You know, everybody get on the floor. It's, right. it's it's a shame that we have to have You're this right. conversation in 2018. Right. Yeah. Because I remember back in the 90s. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it back in the 80s, 88, 89. When I first got to high school, we were like watching these movies, you know, the Back to the Future and so on and so forth. We we're like, oh, it's gonna be this in in the yeah, 2000s. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, we ain't learned shit. Mm-mm. No. We ain't learn a damn thing. No. In a society, you got a president that perpetuates racism. <laughs> right. Then you got a whole party that said because he's our president, we're going to go along with yeah. him. Yeah. We gotta, yeah, we're gonna but they know damn well when they go back to their districts, 
that you got uh, Raheem in the right. front row right. looking him in their face. Right. <laughs> He'd be like, you work for me, nigga, not the president. Right. Nah, it's just crazy that we even talking about this in 2018. I thought we was going to be flying in, flying in cars. Right. Like on the Jetsons. I oh, thought it, we was oh, going to Jetsons. That. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. It'll get there, it'll get there soon enough. Because, you know, it's about that time. <laughs> so... You know, we like I said, we 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 can sit here. Uh, you know, th- that's just the thing. You know, we we understand people and 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 the things that's going on in the community. So, you know, I I know I, I'm learning that I'm I'm not supposed to be no pay rent, <laughs> right? I'm a non-custodial pay rent. Mm-hmm. I'm a non-custodial pay rent. So. While I'm paying this rent, they need to be understanding that I understand what it is they're doing to me and that we're not going to let it continue no more. So it's the same thing with us upholding the community. It's like this dude coming in here buying his coffee. Is he really bothering somebody? No. He's not. If he is, say something to me or... Or wait, wait for somebody to say something to put him out. Tell me what he said. Exactly. Let me catch him on film. Some. I mean, that was the thing. There was nothing I don't that they know. could find. Like, yeah, like they just felt uncomfortable. Yeah. His presence makes people uncomfortable. That he say, she say is like. I walk in the stores all the time. That white folks make me feel uncomfortable, <laughs> and they customers. Right. I ain't talking about like, like you're not supposed to be there, right? Yeah, and I'm mixed, so I get it from both sides of the fence. Niggas look at me crazy. White folks look at me crazy. The Mexicans look at me crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm just crazy, but I, I don't, you know, I ain't trying to go on TMZ. <laughs> yeah, as uh, you know, throw, I know. Throwing, throwing beer bottles in this motherfucker, you know, <laughs> diluting the place like exactly sticking sticking beer bottles in my backpack and shit, and like being caught on tape mm-hmm. or something stupid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to go out like that. But I understand what you're saying. I do. 150%. You're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl, Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie, Baba Gazoo, and who is Crafty Man Tams. Crafty Man Tams. (laughs) With a K. With a K. With With a K. K. With a K. Yeah, 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 yeah. Follow us on Instagram at The Lounge Radio. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Mrs. Ann Carter. Hit the email up, loungetalkradioshow at gmail.com. Send your song submissions. Show us some love.